welcome to the Parkinson's Empowerment Podcast, where we hope to help people with Parkinson's live their best lives by listening to others share their Parkinson's journey, hearing from clinicians and specialists, and keeping up to date with the latest research and resources. I'm your host, Robin Barclay, physical therapist, certified exercise expert for aging adults, owner of Safe at Home Physical Therapy and Rocksteady Boxing, Victor, here in upstate New York, where we see people in their homes, in our clinic for individualized sessions and group classes. We believe movement is medicine, and we want to help you keep on moving and doing the things you love. Hi, I'm Robin Barclay, and I'm here today with Janet Kearns for the Parkinson's Empowerment Podcast. Welcome, Janet. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Great. So, Janet, uh, you've been coming to Rock City Boxing for a few years, on and off to begin with, but now you're back. Right. Uh, Yeah, I mean, COVID interrupted it a little bit, right? Right. Yeah. So, can you kind of tell us when you, how long ago you were diagnosed? I was diagnosed about five years ago. Okay. Um, My sister-in-law, I happened to have a brother-in-law who lives in Germany, and I was visiting my brother-in-law and sister-in-law in in Germany, and my sister-in-law, who was a doctor, said, you have Parkinson's? Okay. I said, I do not. (laughs) She said, you do. I could see this was not going anywhere fast, so I said, I'm here for two weeks in Germany, and if you say nothing more, I will go to my primary doctor when I get home and have him give me his diagnosis. Yeah. My My sister... My mother had passed away from Parkinson's, and I did not want to have that disease. Yeah. So I came home. I went to my doctor. He sort of laughed when he heard what I was coming in for. He did a five-minute exam, and he said, you have Parkinson's. Okay. Oh, man, I completely understand that. That is not what you want to be told when you go on vacation is that, hey, I think you have Parkinson's. So I understand completely how you reacted, and you did agree to go to your doctor when you got home. I did. Yeah. I also want to touch base on the, you said your mom died of Parkinson's and I don't know what her symptoms were and what other comorbidities she may have had, but usually people don't die of Parkinson's, at least these days. Right. They die with Parkinson's. Um, So there's Parkinson's and then there's other diseases that kind of fall under the Parkinson's umbrella that share some of the same symptoms, but also have some other symptoms in other parts of the brain are affected as well. Um, So there's different versions and variations of the Parkinsonisms. Right. Um, So typical Parkinson's, you know, we can really do things um, like the rock steady boxing and things like that. We can help people with Parkinsonisms as well. But um, so again, I just wanted to touch base on that. Right. Yeah. And I do know that she did everything she could to make it the best outcome. No, oh. the worst outcome. The worst outcome, okay. So she's, she, she was a wonderful mother, but as a role model for a Parkinson's patient, yeah. she was exactly what not to do, yeah. and that has helped me. Yeah, but that was a while ago, too, and even when I started doing therapy, you know, I graduated from PT school in 1999, the 1900s. <laughs> we, <laughs> we still weren't really saying to people, um, we didn't know, you know, how much the forced intense exercise can help, and... Um, just, you know, even today, like there's not enough people that are getting sent to therapy, um, sooner than later. Right. Um, but go ahead. What, what else do you want to share? 
so um, I was went from my primary doctor who said, yes, you do have it, to um, a neurologist who said, you do have it, and you should try some exercising. And I picked up some pamphlets, and Rock City Boxing was Rock, one of them. Rock Steady really, Boxing. Yeah. Which <laughs> really intrigued me. Yep. And um, so I came and started attending class here. Yes. And um, well, but before that, we did, didn't we do some PT first? Yes. Yes. Because right. we evaluate everybody before they start uh, and we decided I that, that. Yes. yes. So the LSVT, but which you're still doing every day, right? Of course. <laughs> yeah. With, well, if you slacked off, make sure you get back to it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead. Yeah. And um, I like the, the classes uh, here. Mm -hmm. Um, but then COVID came along yeah, and I also realized that this is, was 20 minutes from my home Uh and there was an individual, uh, physical therapist that was recommended five minutes from my home. Mm -hmm. And obviously I said to myself, well, I'll do the five minutes. Yeah. Single person should be better. It was five minutes. It was not better. Mm -hmm. And I knew I was needing more than I was getting. Yeah. So I came back to the Rock City Boxing, and it has made a tremendous difference in my life. Yep. Good. The Rock Steady Boxing, right? Rock Steady. (laughs) Everybody says Rock City. Oh. Because Rochester, everybody was, I think there was a, was or is a Rock City Boxing, but it's Rock Steady Boxing. (laughs) Um, But that's okay. Um, Yeah. So you came back and yeah, I think we did a little tune up too, didn't we? Yes. We came back and we did a Mm reevaluation and, um, I maybe it was just the timing too that I, I realized. I think the difficult thing with Parkinson's is there's no visible sign that you have the disease, and there is no real way of calibrating how severe your case is. So it's hard to know if I exercise this way, this scale will go up or that scale will go down. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, there is, the signs are, by the time you're diagnosed, are motor. Usually the non-motor show up first. By the time your motor symptoms show up, you know, you've lost 60% of your dopamine producing cells, roughly. Right. Um, that's when the motor symptoms start to show up. And then it's just, a, it's yes, you're right. There's no, there's no test they can do specific that says, yep, right. but like, it's like a combination of symptoms. A lot of people are diagnosed initially with essential tremors because that's all you know, that's showing up at that point. And, um, so yeah, it's a combination and then it's individual. Every person with Parkinson's is one person with Parkinson's. So you really, that is another reason why it's important to come as soon as you're diagnosed, get an assessment, get your PT likely, and then get into a class. And then I honestly, after the initial evaluation, people progress so much. They do so much better. Um, and then if they start to slide backwards a little bit, they're in class, we keep an eye on them. And even now we're having a, we've got a sign on the wall that if we haven't re if we haven't reassessed you in the last six months to sign up, come in for uh, an evaluation. And for some, we might say, you're doing great. Keep doing whatever you're doing. And for others, we might say, you know what, we're seeing a little um, downward trend in your ability to get off the chair. We noticed you are, you know, your balance is off a little bit. Let's get you um, going on some PT for three to four weeks. 
and um, kind of re um, get get a little tune up, right? <laughs> so you can exactly. be your best. And I can yeah. see that. Yeah. So, and the other thing I like about the class is the the one I'm attending. We have four, three or four instructors working with us, and they each have a different view, and they are so encouraging. They um, and they laugh with you, not at you. <laughs> And you need that kind of um, encouragement to go forward. And the group is so diverse, and yet we have the common thread of the disease that I I enjoy hearing what uh, experiences the other people have had and what how they have learned to cope with the disease. Yes, there's a lot of camaraderie. Even um, yes, we have a pretty big afternoon class, and so. It's what we I like to call our morning class our faster paced class and our afternoon class is our slower paced. We do the same things, but we may modify things a little bit. We may have a little more time between um, transitions between stations. But over in the corner here is where all the care partners sit and they're all chit chatting away and sharing experiences. And so it's good for the people who come to fight Parkinson's, but also the caregivers who come and stay can sit and, you know, talk about things they're doing, um, you know, to help and kind of support each other as well yes i hadn't thought about that i yeah. have a, a a friend who comes to the corner yes and she actually helps me do uh, understand what the program is and what how uh, how i'm doing and the fact that no my hands really aren't up and yeah <laughs> Uh, I'm supposed to be lifting my hips off, off the floor and they really are not off the floor. Yes, yeah. But it's all done in such a positive attitude that you enjoy, you just enjoy coming and you feel better afterwards. Yeah, yeah, we did some today. We was for, It's forgotten, parks week, forgotten Parts Week. So we do like hands and facial expressions and we didn't do a lot of feet today, but um, I'll have to tell everybody wear their clean socks on Friday and then we can do, take our shoes off and get, you know, do some work with our toes and our feet and um, fingers and just things that, you know, we don't always get to when we're doing the classes. Right. So we did, um, what were some of the expressions we did? Um, oh, a angry or no, confused we did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Surprise. It stinks in here. <laughs> they, so they had to make the, everybody had to kind of make those facial expressions while they were boxing. And then we went around while they were boxing and look, we're looking at their faces, making sure everybody was and the corner. People were great helping people. You know, here she comes. You better make the surprise face. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I have to tell a story on myself. Okay. Almost every Monday, Catherine comes, who's my corner, to pick me up. Yep. And I tell her I can't go. I'm not up to it. I'm not feeling well enough. I just can't do it. And she says, why don't we at least drive there and see how you feel? So I agree. We get in the car. We get here. I start out. And by the end of the hour or an hour and 15 minutes, I am feeling so much better. I am able to do all the things I said I couldn't do. And Catherine is kind enough not to laugh all the way home. <laughs> but it really it is amazing what a difference it makes in your, your next couple of days mm -hmm. when you've been to class. Even though I try to do them at home, it's so difficult to discipline yourself. And you just can't do the variety yeah. of uh exercises and experiences that the leaders lead you in yep yeah it's definitely a lot easier when you have other people around you just like when you 
have to, when I'm running and I know I need to go run, if I have somebody coming to get me saying, come on, we're going, get off the couch is so much easier. And then you do feel so much better afterwards. Like, oh, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah, for sure. I think the other thing that's difficult sometimes about Parkinson's is um, there's no visible sign that you have it. So sometimes um, you have to ask for help. Yes. Because people don't realize that step is too high for you. Or um, I w- w- went to visit grandchildren and I was trying to get out of my car, a uh, seat on the plane. Yep. And the people were sort of anxious to oh, get going. Yeah, and, everybody always is on a plane. And finally I said, I'm sorry, I have Parkinson's. And all, everybody backed off and was so helpful. <laughs> I said, oh, I should You're right. I see what you mean. I didn't understand you completely what you were saying before. But yes, so you don't use a cane. You don't use a walker. Right. Um, You don't really, I don't see tremors. Do you have you? No, I don't. Yeah. So you don't. People, many of my friends, not many, some of my friends think I'm faking them out. Because you don't have tremors. Yeah. I think it's 30% roughly uh, don't have tremors. tremors. Yeah. So um, yeah, you're right. For you, there's no really. There's no way you would know. And I'm. A little bit of an actress, and <laughs> when people are around, I'm more up and yeah. more active. Yeah. Were you, so you were a librarian, right? Right. Yep. And so did you retire before you were diagnosed? Yes. Yep. I would have been retired uh, about three years before I was diagnosed. Okay. And um, what were your first, what, so, oh yeah, no, I should, what, what do you think that, was it your, was it your sister-in-law? Well, oh. this is funny, because my sister-in-law is the one who told me I she had She noticed it, it in Germany. Germany. And she noticed it from my stature. My you were kind of leaning forward. Leaning forward and things. I wonder if you were moving slower, too. Well, I, we, in 1986, moved from Buffalo to Rochester, and I lost my sense of smell. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was something in our house <laughs> yeah. that was causing it. And then when the diagnosis came from Parkinson's, I said, oh, no. It really was. So some of those things had happened yeah. beforehand, but I did, you don't hear a lot about. No, not you. You do maybe more yourself. now, but yeah. Yeah. And um, you're right. And th- that was back in the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. um, I, th- I think I definitely had had the disease longer than I thought, but I was certainly glad to be aware of it as soon as I was because yeah. it made it easier to stop the deterioration quite it. Right. So she may have noticed you were moving a little slower. Anything else she picked out that you remember or? No, it was purely from my posture. Posture. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. She had a keen eye. <laughs> she is a very keen eye. What is she a neurologist or is she primary or she's she's an OBGYN. Okay, good for her. And um but my husband also had he had passed away, but he had Alzheimer's. Uh-huh. And she diagnosed him a couple of years before okay. the yeah. doctors concurred. So mm-hmm. she just was she is an observer of people. Yeah. Wow. Um and so how long after you were diagnosed, did you start medication right away? Yes. And um, I had to work I had to work with the, the medication a little bit. Um, I started right away, and then we increased it. Mm-hmm. And I can tell the medication is wonderful. Mm-hmm. I can tell when it is wearing off. Yeah. And it is worth the effort to keep a schedule and to 
builds your life around it because it not only does it make you be able to do things, but how you feel like yeah. you get feeling sort of depressed and like there's a dreary dark world. You take the medicine and a half an hour later you say, I can do this job with no problem at yeah. all. So how long have you been taking it then? I've roughly? been taking it for about five years. Five years. Okay. Right. And I've, I'm still on a fairly low dosage and I, the last time I was in to see my uh, neurologist, she said that I certainly hadn't gone backwards. In fact, she thought maybe I'd gone improved some. Good. And she said, if you need medication, we have a lot more medication we could give you. Yeah. And I said, I really want to stay on as low a dosage. Are you on, what, 2,500, like three pills a day, or do you know what you're doing? I do four, uh, five, I do... Four times a day, 10 milligrams or something. Uh, I, I mean, the basic dose, I think, is like a 2,500 tablet. But um, yeah, maybe it's 25, then you, yeah. you'll have to add this part. But maybe, yeah, unless you're taking, I don't know. I, but anyways, you're taking it four times a I day. I take it four times a day. And um, I, again, I was taking it so I would, it was active during the night. Mm -hmm. And the neurologist said to me, why do you need it at night? And mm -hmm. I said, well, don't I need it at night? And mm -hmm. she said, not unless you th think there's a reason. So yeah. I don't take it at night. And okay. I concentrate those four dosages during the day. Yeah. Um, sometimes, so you just take regularly. You don't take extended release at night then? No. Okay. Yeah, some people need the extended release at night or a, a dose later in the night because they tend to have maybe some freezing when they get up in the night to go to the bathroom um, or they're having, they're moving so slow that they, you know, they need that extra dose, but, um, but they, yeah, but that's great that you are able to function and do the things you want to do and come to box and do your classes without, you know, right. And, and maintain I'm that. able to do my book club and my, the other activities I have learned that I don't have the energy level I used to. But then again, I'm 79. Yeah, you look great. <laughs> so um, my friends who are also in my age group who do not have Parkinson's go, wait, we have those pains and aches and yeah. we have those problems too. So. Yeah, I will tell you, and I, say, I think I say this just about every podcast, but the people who come here to work out regularly are much better off than a lot of people their age who do not have Parkinson's. Um, so oh, I can believe that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else on your paper there that you want to, you, I know you wrote some things down that you want to share. Well, I just, um, there are two more things I definitely would like to mention. Okay. One is the education you get. Um, we start out in a circle and the leaders explain why we're doing the exercises we're doing. And it's so much easier to talk yourself into doing the exercises <laughs> when you know why and the reason for it. Um, and there's also the variety. There's no way uh, I would ever be doing this variety of exercises. Today we exercise the fingers, and you say, who needs that? But you do need your fingers yeah. to be mm -hmm. e exercised. So those that act part of the class also, I think, is very essential and makes a big difference in how you feel and what you can do. Mm -hmm. Definitely. 
Well, Janet, this has been great. Um, you know, I think this podcast is so important to help people, the people that listen to it, um, hear from other people with Parkinson's and what their experience has been and what they're doing for it. And I think you really helped a lot of people today. So thanks for coming. Well, I want to tell you that if you knew my friends, they'd say, I am the last person to take up boxing. <laughs> I'm a librarian. I read. <laughs> And yet this is the most valuable thing I do So this is for great. myself. So I really hope people would come and give it a try for a couple of times and not be afraid of being the class dunce because I'm there. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah. But I think sometimes okay. I, when I started, I was a little concerned because I've never been athletic. Mm -hmm. And um, I've learned it's not what you're doing, but how much time you're putting in and what's what's right for you. Yeah. So it's, it, I would recommend it highly to people to give it a chance. Good. Yes. It's never too late. Um, and you're right. Like we don't have um, professional boxers coming in here. We don't hit each other, fortunately. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no matter how, you know, even if you don't think you're much of an athlete, you've never been athletic. Um, now is the time to start getting that way. Through, through the boxing class, through any other classes you can take specifically for Parkinson's um, because it sure can help. And then what is your fighter name? Oh, my fighter name is Daisy May. Daisy May. Very good. Yeah, everybody's got and a fighter I name. I thoroughly name. enjoyed making new friends also who share with me the Parkinson's, and that is a unique experience. So it's good to have that advantage too. Yeah. Despite the, you know, why we're all here, we sure have a lot of fun, don't we? We do. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks again for coming. Thank you for having okay. me. Okay. Talk to you soon. See you at boxing. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you have any questions or comment, please go to our website, safeathomept.com and fill out the form or give us a call at 585-398-6050. Have a great week, and we hope you join us for the next podcast. Remember, movement is medicine. Keep on moving. <laughs> <laughs>